Hello and thanks for downloading episode 56 of the Shrimps Verdict podcast. We really appreciate it. All opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the individual contributors and not necessarily those of either Morecambe Football Club or Beyond Radio. Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio. After... Greg Lee down his right-hand side. Connolly gets it back. Greg Lee's in a bit of space inside the Morecambe penalty area. Cole Stockton's also in space. And Cole Stockton scores his 26th goal of the season to give Morecambe their lead on 26 minutes. Great move down the right-hand side involving Dylan Connolly and Greg Lee. Lovely one-two. Lee in the box. Loads of room. Squares it to Stockton. Well, you know the rest. He slips it into the back of the net and off the post to make it. Charlton Athletic nil, Morecambe won. Cole Stockton on 26 minutes and that could be a vital goal for the Shrimps. And that's why he's been nominated for Sky Bet League One Player of the Year. Oh no, never mind. Um, but anyway, less about that. Fantastic delivery into the box by Greg Lee on that right-hand side on his weaker right foot, as we know. And Cole Stockton, the, the right man at the right time in always the right spot. Yeah. Hits a fantastic kid, bit of a scuffed effort if but we're it being was, honest. But it was in the corner, throwing from Greg Lee towards Cole Stockton on the right-hand tip of the Morecambe box. Gets it out to Greg Lee, who just tried to cut inside then, just had his pocket picked. Reese Bennett keeps it alive, he's going to chip it towards the penalty spot. Aaron Wilding, it might fall for Arthur Nahura, tries to get it onto his right foot and gets the shot away! Yeah! Doubles Morecambe to lead just before the half-time. And that was a super, super finish for Arthur's third goal of the season. Thought the danger had gone when Greg Lee got robbed over on the far side, but it was whipped back in by Reese Bennett. Didn't quite fall for Aaron Wilding. It did for Nahua. Perhaps he should have slipped in Cole Stockton, who was unmarked on the far post. It mattered not, though, from 15 yards. Arthur Nahua takes the touch and then rolls it into the far corner of Craig McGillaray's net. And this is absolute dreamland for Derek Adams' men on 43 minutes. Listen to this. Charlton Athletic nil, Morecambe 2. And you can hear the booze ringing around the valley, can't you? Uh, really audible for, from the home supporters. But it's being drowned out by the fantastic support over on the right-hand side as they uh, sing, Come on, you shrimps. Beautiful from Afanahua. We just talked about how much he's really thriving under Derek Adams. And all of a sudden, he finds that same corner of the goal that Cole Stockton did to give us a 2-0 lead after 42 minutes here at the Valley. Unbelievable stuff from them shrimps. Danger man Corey Blackett-Taylor cuts in from the left-hand side, shows a clean pair of heels to Dylan Connolly, skips away from Adam Phillips as well. It's a free header at the back post. Stockley's going to tap it in at the back post. Indeed he is. Leisman's flag stays down and Charlton Athletic on 53 minutes, half the deficit, ball over on the left-hand side. Corey Blackett-Taylor was allowed to just skip inside Dylan Connolly. Adam Phillips couldn't quite get hold of the ball either. Ball to the back post, headed across the six-yard box, and there was the Charlton Athletic top scorer, Jaden Stockley, to bundle the ball home from close range to make it Charlton Athletic 1, Morecambe 2. Yeah, really good ball into the box, wasn't it, from uh, Blackett Taylor as he did really well to evade a couple of challenges of Adam Phillips, I think it was. Uh, he stands the ball up to the back post of Burstow, he heads it down. Phillips on this right-hand side tries to ping it into the path of Dylan Connolly. What a ball that was nearly, and smartly out of his line is the goalkeeper Craig McGivelray. Bowls it out towards the right side, straight to the path of Gibson. Gives it into the feet of Arthur Nahua on the edge of the box of North. Arthur Nahua! Yeah! Smash it in and off the crossbar to restore the two-goal lead for Morecambe. 
And what a finish that was from Arthur Noh, who were played in initially by that man Liam Gibson, who dispossessed him from the throw from the goalkeeper into the path of Arthur Nahua. And he did the rest onto his left boot and just blast it in off the crossbar to make it on the hour mark. Charlton won, Morecambe three. I think it's the most unprofessional I've been this season. Uh, but what a goal by Arthur Nahua. You just knew exactly what he was going to do. He was going to get the ball onto his left foot and just fire it at goalwards. And I'll tell you what it was like. It was very, very, very similar to his goal at Crew Alexandra earlier on in the season. He gets onto that left foot and then Smash. he just absolutely hammers it off the underside of Craver Givery's crossbar. And like I was saying, Dave, we need to get that two-goal advantage back. And that's exactly what we've done. Arthur Nahua. Arthur Nahua at the double, his fifth goal of the season and last time he scored a brace away from home, Morecambe won. Is that the lucky charm that we need? That's On the hour mark, Charlton won, Morecambe three, another goal for Arthur Nahua. That towards the left side it goes now and Corey Blackett-Taylor up against Dylan Connolly, he's got the better of Dylan and gets the cross in, Edson from Kutsunike and it's the substitute. He's only been on the field a few minutes, Chuck Sanike, we spoke about his quality as he came on and he may well have given Charlton Athletic just a glimmer of hope against the Shrimps here with nine minutes to go at the Valley and it was that man Corey Blackett-Taylor wriggling away from Dylan Connolly, got to the byline, little right-footed chip ball and a good header over the despairing dive of Trevor Carson from Chuck Sanike, the substitute, on 81 minutes to make it Charlton Athletic 2, Morecambe 3. Ball in towards the edge of the... Yeah! He puts the whistle to his lips. And that could be a season-defining victory for Derek Adams. Shrimps. We have beaten against all the odds. We've beaten Charlton Athletic by three goals to two this afternoon. And how much could that do for Morecambe's battle to stay in League One this season? Reaction to the action. This is the Shrimp's Verdict on Beyond Radio. Well, Derek, what a win for your Morecambe side. How do you assess that performance? Yeah, it was a really good performance from us today. You know, we obviously took the game to Charlton and we caused them a lot of trouble. Uh, after the first probably 10, 15 minutes, where we knew the game plan, but we had to suss them out. And uh, we did that really well. We locked high onto their back three. We dealt with our wing-backs, with our full-backs, our midfield players then locked onto their players and it stopped them playing and uh, when you stop a side playing then it uh, frustrates them and we then got down the side of them, created some really good opportunities before we scored. You know, we could have gone ahead 2 or 3-0 before we even got that first goal and uh, when we got the first goal it was a great finish uh, from Cole Stockton and uh, the other one you know, from Arthur as well, they were very similar. They were cutbacks and, uh, you know, into the bottom corner. And uh, at that stage in the game, it just looked like when we were going to score the next goal. Um, second half, I actually thought that Charlton might change the system and players at half-time. They didn't. Got a quick goal, um, which set us back a bit. But then we showed, you know, great resilience to come back into the game. We created another few good opportunities before... Arthur Gonova scores an unbelievable goal into the top corner to make it 3-1. And, uh, you know, that was the story of the game. They got it back to 3-2, but in the end, uh, thoroughly deserved win for us because we created by far the best opportunities in the game. And in the opening 10 minutes, your team absorbed a lot of pressure, mm -hmm. but ultimately went to the other end, created the chances, and they were so clinical this afternoon, weren't they? 
Yeah, I mean it's difficult coming to to Valley Parade if you you know you look at their squad, um, they look at the players are not even on the bench. You know, it's a it's a fabulous you know football club, and uh, you know to them to be in League One uh, is something that they don't want to be in. But we have to come here because we are trying to fight to to stay in League One, and uh, I think performance wise we were accomplished. I thought that the team spirit, the understanding of the game plan, the understanding of the roles was excellent and they have to do it the players you know and I thought to a man today um, they were you know in top class you know for this division and also just you know moments into the second half they get one back again a real sign of character that your lads could go to the other end of the pitch and score I mean previously this season they might let the heads drop a little bit and and perhaps concede an equaliser but that wasn't the case this afternoon yeah, I mean, I thought that, uh, you know, coming to the Valley, um, you know, it was difficult in itself. But to come away with three points to tonight uh, has helped us, you know, stay in the division. And you said midweek that you want to see goals coming from elsewhere in the team. You don't want to just rely on Cole. I mean, his return this season has been incredible. And often who steps up with two goals himself. How vital is that at this stage of the season? Extremely. You know, he has taken two goals really well today. You know, Cole Stockton could have scored even more today but uh, he was outstanding for us holding the ball up uh, and linking the play up I thought that you know as a team we played really well but Arthur you know has scored two important goals for us today as Cole Stockton has and bodies on the line defending again just a real display of what it means to be a Morecambe player at the minute yeah, we understood that uh, Charlton were going to put balls in the box, you know, because they've got the, you know, the likes of Stockley. They take on Washington uh, uh, to, you know, add to their strike force. We understood that uh, they would have opportunities. Did they have big opportunities? I'll probably say no, uh, but they had opportunities. And then looking ahead, three games to go. Not out of the woods just yet, but you've certainly set uh, set the final three games up nicely. Yeah, we've still got a long way to go because uh, it's, it's extremely tight at the bottom. You know, to get the win today uh, at half time, you know, Wimbledon were winning and, uh, you know, we needed to get the, the three points. A draw wasn't going to be good enough. We knew that and uh, we've been able to, to do that today. We've got tough games, as we all know, you know, Portsmouth, MK Dons and uh, Sunderland to come. And finally, just a word for the fans. I think about 350 travelled down from the northwest. Just see how much it means to them at the end. Fantastic scenes, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, I haven't uh, been able to, you know, have supporters really at my time at this football club and, uh, you know, to come to Valley Parade today, sorry, the Valley, and uh, scores <laughs> and support the team as well as they did, then, you know, I think that uh, they, they were outstanding. They just kept on singing and singing and singing and uh, I think that that uh, is something that, uh, you know, a result coming here today uh, you know, it was one of the remember for years to come. And it's certainly just a final one on the fans. You know, um, you've been in football long enough just to know how much the support means to the players, to the staff. It really helps when things get difficult when you are obviously looking to see the game out there, support, hearing them singing. Just it's it's vital. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, you know to travel as far as they have done today uh, on Easter Friday, uh, it's you know testament to them but they're supporting their football club and uh, that means so much to to themselves but it means so much to the players and staff as well and uh, we're delighted to to send them home happy tonight fantastic win for Morecambe that was yeah of course it was important to win this game and we've got to keep on going and look forward for the next games and play like this and hopefully survive yeah and it was a real test of character at one stage obviously going to and look concede early in the second half what does it say about the togetherness and the spirit and the belief within this Morecambe squad 
yeah, it just shows that we have a lot of um, team chemistry and we just got to keep on working as a team and hopefully um, we can do that the next game. Yeah. And for you personally, another two for the season. You're loving life up front at the minute, aren't you? Yeah, of course. Like, it's important to score goals and help the team win. And, and of course, like, we've got to defend, but we've also got to score goals to keep the lead. Yeah. And the gaffer said on, on Thursday, that uh, sorry, on Wednesday, that he wants goals coming from different areas of the pitch, not just through Cole Stockton. Um, since he's come in, how much belief is there through all the players that they can grab goals when they need to? Yeah, of course, like, we've got to support Cole to score more goals and we got to help, I mean, we've got to score goals as well because we attack. So, yeah, it's important to everyone to, everyone to score goals. So, yeah. And for you specifically too, again, like we say, two nice goals. Talk to me about the second. It was a thunderbolt, wasn't it? Yeah, of course. Um, obviously, I went to my left and just hit it and went that kind of top corner. So, yeah, it's important. Yeah. And the fans, what a noise they made all afternoon. What did it feel for you when you saw the ball hit the back of the net and the euphoria in the end? Yeah, of course, it's an amazing feeling to see the fans happy. And that's what football is about, just making the fans happy and hopefully win more games. Yeah. And obviously, there's still a long way to go, really. Three massive games coming up, so it's not job done just yet. But you've certainly taken a, a big step in the right direction. Yeah, of course, this game will give us a lot of confidence. So we've got to take it into the next game and hopefully we can win the next game. And there's so much belief and faith within the squad. It's been highlighted a number of times how important that is. Where do you think that's coming from? Is it a case of you see what you're all capable of on the training ground? Is it the fact that you obviously got the two wins on the trot a couple of weeks ago? Where, where is it coming from for you? I just think um, we, we know we're a good team. We've got good individuals and we've just got to keep working as a team. And yeah, we, we can win um, more games, hopefully. So we're looking forward to it. And for you personally, um, like we say, you scored at Crew and then you went a while without scoring. You've got three in the past couple of weeks. How much confidence? Sorry, how much confidence can you gain from finding the back of the net? Yeah, of course, everyone like we can get a lot of confidence from scoring. It's important, but yeah, we just, I just got to keep on staying focused and hopefully get some more goals. And finally, talking about staying focused, like I've said, it's not job done just yet. It's a step in the right direction. How important is it that we enjoy today for what it is, but at the same time? As soon as you know tomorrow comes, it's focused fully on another big game Monday. Yeah, of course, like football is like this, and when you win a game, obviously you got to enjoy it, but you got to keep on looking forward to the next game. So that's what we're going to do. It's the Shrimps Verdict podcast, part of Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio. Hello from Dave Salmon. Uh, thank you as ever for your downloads. Episode fifty-six already. The season absolutely flying by, isn't it? And well, I'm not quite sure how to introduce this because something quite remarkable happened uh, this afternoon in South East London at the Valley, the home of Charlton Athletic and that was Morecambe recording just their third away win in League One this season. It's their first win on the road since Fleetwood Town back in the middle of November and what a vital three points it could be as well. Cole Stockton's 26th goal of the season and a brace from King Arthur, Arthur Nahua and uh, the second goal, an absolute world-class strike, smashing into the top corner off the underside of the bar in front of the uh, 350 travelling Morecambe fans uh, who made the trip down from Lancashire. Uh, joined on the podcast by uh, well, some guy called Matt Smith, he's part of the Shrimps media team apparently, how are you, Matt? Hello. Hello, how are you? Uh, long time no speak, Matt, but you're back with us on Shrimps Live uh, commentary uh, on uh, Easter Monday. 
football let's talk more about uh, a massive game huge huge game against Portsmouth to come uh, in uh, just a second a shortened version of the Shrimps Verdict podcast as well today uh, that is partly because of the quick turnaround and also partly because uh, my guest who was going to be previewing the Pompey game uh, isn't very well so I couldn't uh, have my chat uh, with him as I was going to do uh, last night so sorry about that so it's just me and Matt between now and the end of the podcast uh, but Matt first and foremost what a win yeah you're taking the words out of my mouth you know a fantastic win uh, a thoroughly deserved win as well uh, a, a, a very impressive Morecambe performance um, time and time again this season you know we get pegged back by a goal in the second half to take it to 2-1 the heads will drop concede another and perhaps go and lose the game even at 3-2 you know they equalise. Uh, sorry, they don't equalise. They get one uh, a second goal on 81 minutes, and again it felt a, like they were going to equalise. Well, yeah, on, on another day uh, earlier in the season, that could well have been the case. Yeah. But testament to to Derek Adams and the Shrimps defending for their lives. You, you could tell, couldn't you, just how much it meant to be wearing the Morecambe shirt. A real battling performance from every single Morecambe player this afternoon, and. Uh, still a long way to go Dave but it's a massive step in the right direction now we'll talk about the game in a second Matt but uh, you managed to get to pitch side as the full time whistle was blowing get instant reaction uh, from the uh, the Morecambe players and the fans and uh, well players and fans alike absolutely jubilant and rightly so just a, a very very special moment to be able to, to witness that and, uh, and record it you know the, the players absolutely buzzing as you'd expect also it was not surprising but you could tell just how tired they were and that was a clear sign of they just left it all out on the pitch and you can't ask for more than that and, and the fans 350 travelling down on uh, on Good Friday when travel arrangements haven't been made easy um, a, a real credit to the football club and again you could just see how much it meant to the fans at the end and to be able to, to record that and, and, and witness it firsthand was an absolute honour and uh, it certainly sets up a really exciting last three games of the season. Some fantastic content on the, the Football Club's official channels as well on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, check out the post-match reaction as well on the uh, Morecambe FC uh, website. We've just heard from Derek Adams and uh, King Arthur. Let's talk about Arthur Nahua. He's, uh, well, he's a man of few words, isn't he, first and foremost. He's uh, probably the quietest man. Well, he is the quietest man uh, by quite some distance within uh, the Morecambe first team squad. But, well, he's undergoing a renaissance, isn't he? I think under Stephen Robinson, he was frozen out, wasn't part of uh, the manager's uh, new way of playing with the back three wasn't even getting into match day squads some weeks so uh, the future wasn't looking great for Arthur but under Derek uh, he's uh, he's absolutely flying he is and it's great to see uh, he is a quiet lad but listen it's a cliche but he lets his talking on the pitch you know he, he, that's exactly what he's about so yeah I, I think you look at his brace earlier in the season away at Crew Alexander I think a lot of fans perhaps expecting to, to push on from there and, and, and bag a few more it wasn't to be He's continued to work hard, bide his time, be patient, of course. And then obviously with a managerial change, he's been given a chance under Derek Adams. And he's just taken it with both hands and, and run, you know. Um, got the goal, obviously, the other week. And then to get another two, his second brace, like I say, of the season. 
and he just looks like a, a totally different player. Um, he's not the quickest of players, but he's so good with the ball at his feet, and it can be lethal from inside the box. And we've seen that, haven't we, this afternoon? So I'm really chuffed for him. Um, just a, generally a solid team performance, but really happy that, uh, that Arthur's got a brace this, this afternoon. It's Derek Adams' kind of player, though, isn't he? And I think, like you say, mate, he runs with the ball. He's not afraid. He gets dispossessed. It's okay. He's probably carried the ball 30, 40, 50 yards upfield. So just the kind of player that Derek Adams has been looking for. He's definitely settled on that starting 11 now as well, hasn't he? With uh, Usman Fane in the middle and Phillips and Wildig in the centre of the park supporting that uh, attacking trio. I thought Reese Bennett was terrific as well. Um, I don't like saying deputising for Anthony O'Connor because I think he's, he's in the team by rights now, although as good as it was to see Ant uh, back after his illness this afternoon as well. So Derek certainly got options going forward. Let's look at the table though, Matt. And there's no way in a million years we'd be even contemplating that we would be saying this just three weeks ago. We are three points clear of the relegation zone. Yeah, it just shows what what can happen in a short period of time in football you know we had the uh, the international break uh, gave Derek and the staff the chance to, to knuckle down and uh, you know get some work done away from the competitive games uh, and it's just been a transformed side since hasn't it you know obviously going into the international break it was that change of formation away at Wigan um, still coming up against a, a top top team in this division um, but ultimately we stick with that kind of formation and it's, it's paid off hasn't it the, the two wins in a week at home to Burton and Oxford respectively was a really good start after the international break unlucky not to come away from Cambridge with, with anything uh, but a, a massive massive win and, and like we say the table does read nicely the lads won't get carried away the staff Derek won't get carried away because as we know Dave it's not over yet you know a lot can still happen but we've put ourselves in a good position and we'll certainly go into the game on Monday with a degree of confidence and belief. Just need to bear in mind Fleetwood are playing Gillingham and then AFC Wimbledon next Saturday. So that's certainly a couple of games to keep a close eye on. There are other clubs in and around the bottom six or seven playing each other as well. So it's definitely not over. We are in the box seat now. I didn't think I'd be saying this a few weeks ago, but we are. But the job's not done. It's going to be another difficult game on Monday and uh, looking forward to a packed house against Portsmouth, Matt. I can't wait. I just just can't wait. Um, you know, the, the, like I say, the momentum that the team can carry. I suppose when you look at the Easter weekend, if you do win the first game and another game coming up in such a short period of time, it does allow you to carry that momentum through to, to, to the next game just days later. Portsmouth, you know, they got the win today. They'll be uh, hoping to, to get another one on the road, so it'll be a tough game, of course. We know Portsmouth were a very solid outfit when we played them away from home earlier in the season. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's one to look forward to. It will it'll be a challenge for different reasons, but you know, if we put in a performance like we have done this afternoon and in the previous three games, then again, Dave, there's absolutely no reason we can't come away with maximum points. And it's last chance saloon for Portsmouth as well. Uh, they need, they're going to need to win all four of their remaining games to have any outside chance of making what is a, a very congested uh, top six. Now, wouldn't like to call the automatic promotion spots or who's going to be inside the uh, the final four. Hopefully, we can uh, go a long way to securing our safety on uh, 
on Easter Monday. Really looking forward to the game. I'm looking forward to having you back in the Shrimps Live commentary box alongside me as well. Uh, I know, uh, well, at least one listener has missed you, so, you know, that's something, uh, I suppose, isn't it? <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> no, I, I can't wait. You know, I'm really looking forward to, to getting back and um, should be an exciting last three games of the season. And mathematically, if we win and Gillingham lose, we would be six points clear with two games to play. Goal difference, uh, pretty even still, but it would all but be done. I really, I, I'm, I'm so looking forward to Monday. The expectation is enormous, but the players finally, Matt, they can't get carried away. The job isn't done yet, is it? No, um, and I don't for one second think that anybody in that squad will be getting carried away. You know, we saw the scenes at full time. That they'll enjoy it because they've earned it. You know, they've put in such a shift this afternoon. They have to enjoy it. Um, but ultimately they'll park it after this evening they'll work hard over the next two two days and then go again on on Monday um and you know the feeling that everybody's enjoyed this afternoon this evening the lads want it the lads want to do it all over again on Monday in front of a packed Mazuma stadium so fingers crossed come five o'clock on uh, on on Monday we'll, we'll be celebrating another win speak to you Monday Matt thanks very much indeed can't wait cheers Dave and that's just about it for this episode of the Shrimps Verdict podcast. We'll be bringing you full match commentary as ever on Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio. On Easter Monday, we'll be on FM on 103.5 and 107.5 and DAB Plus digital radio across North Lancashire and South Cumbria. And of course, you can listen and watch via iFollow Shrimps as well. 2.45, do not be late. Myself and Matt uh, will be taking the register, quite possibly. Uh, but uh, the brilliant news that Morecambe are three points clear of the League One relegation zone. We didn't think we'd be saying that a few weeks ago, did we? Thanks very much again for your ears. We always appreciate your downloads and we'll speak to you next time. Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio.